You're listening to the CryptoCast podcast. Welcome to the Crypto and Blockchain Talk. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hola. Shalom. Hello. Namaste. Nihau. Vivet. Hello. Salut. Yassas. Salve. Ciao. Bonjour. Our podcast talks about the latest trends in the worlds of cryptocurrencies and the blockchain. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Crypto and Blockchain Talk. Now, we are approaching Halloween, and crypto is really not that scary after all. So I thought for this week's podcast, I would go over some coins for people to actually think about, because there are many coins on CoinMarketCap, and you have to do your research if you think you like the look of a coin for whatever reason. But you have to remember, you have to do your research on every single coin or token or cryptocurrency in general that you're interested in. So I've picked out a number of coins, which I thought we would just go into for a little bit. But remember, you still have to do your own research, and it is important that you research quite thoroughly, because you do not want to get caught up in a coin that is a scam or a con of any kind. So the first coin I'd like to go over is Omizago. Now, Omizago is a decentralized exchange, payment gateway, and white label digital wallet. Its main objective is to create a way to transact any asset from anywhere in the world in real time with low fees without any governing bodies getting in between your transaction. Basically, Omizago is positioning itself to become the ultimate solution for anyone trying to do anything related to finances. Its three-letter abbreviation on CoinMarketCap is OMG. And Omizago was created in 2017 by its parent company, Omiza. Omiza is a venture-backed online payment gateway, and it was founded in 2013. Omiza is accepted by over 10,000 merchants in the Asia-Pacific region. And while OMG was created by Omiza, it is not controlled by the company. It is completely owned by its users and token holders who do all of the verifying and decision-making within the network. While current traditional payment solutions work, they have some fundamental vulnerabilities, with the most obvious one being that all of them are centralized. This means that there is one central authoritative body that essentially has control over the whole system. The entire network could be sabotaged by hackers who manage to get past their lines of defense. Another issue with current payment solutions is coordination. Payment solution providers are not eager to collaborate with the competitors, and in this space, it is every man for themselves. This creates many different gateways where payments are being processed, but when it comes to taking funds from one payment gateway to another, our current systems impose high fees and slow transaction times. OMG is creating a payments network integrated with a decentralized exchange, or DEX, where users can transact with any type of asset, whether fiat currencies, cryptocurrencies, or even alternative currencies, including air miles or gift cards. The DEX will be held up by its user base, and the P2P setting, or peer-to-peer -peer setting, will allow transactions to take place in near instant time and without significant fees. Omiza Go is also launching a white label digital wallet, meaning that it can be utilized by other companies looking to deploy payment solutions to their services. 
Amizigo is a proof-of-stake ERC-20 token. It is the first cryptocurrency built on top of Ethereum's Plasma network, which allowed speeds of 1 million transactions per second, as compared to Ethereum's 15 transactions per second, and can run as a child chain on other blockchains as well. There are some interesting facts about Omizigo, such as Omizigo is one of two projects that Vitalik Buterin officially advises. OMG is also supported by Ethereum's Dr. Gavin Wood and Joseph Poon, who is the co-author of the Lightning Network and Plasma Network and Roger Ver. OMG's slogan is Bank the Unbanked, so instead of talking about banking the unbanked, Omizigo is focusing on taking the inefficiencies out of the traditional banking system by providing a far superior system. They are hoping that this will help people in third world countries who don't have access to financial institutions, but it is also focusing on removing the need to have a bank account in the first place. In addition, other interesting facts about Omizigo is that their founding members have been recognized by Forbes as the up-and-coming fintech rock stars. And on another note, they provided an $100,000 grant in 2015 to Ethereum Foundation's Dev Grants program, which is a really nice charitable donation to give. Omiza has also official partnerships with the government of Thailand, McDonald's, and Alipay. And after Thailand's financial ministry announced their master plan to promote e-payments, they rolled out Omiza's FacePay, a solution that allows users to confirm payments with facial recognition. Lastly, OmizaGo or OMG, had a really successful but quite unique ICO. They quickly reached their hard cap of 25 million US dollars. But what is interesting is that the ICO was very limited. Although the demand for tokens was high, OMG had 100 million USD in pre-sale interest alone, but they opted for a more reasonable and responsible target. They capped the maximum amount of investment per person at one Ether. In comparison to other ICOs who are looking to raise over 100 million US dollars, it is very refreshing to see such a potentially large project keeping their funding goals down to earth and really just not being greedy. From Omizigo, we'll now go over to Binance Coin, whose three-letter abbreviation on CoinMarketCap is BNB. Binance Coin is the native cryptocurrency of the Binance platform, which is currently one of the leading cryptocurrency exchanges. Binance only started in July of 2017, but within a couple of months, it was able to reach the ranks of the top crypto exchanges. Binance does not offer trading between cryptocurrencies and fiat. Instead, it focuses on trading crypto-to-crypto -crypto pairs. It gained an edge over many other exchanges by listing many lesser-known cryptocurrencies and by introducing a platform where ICOs could offer their tokens for sale. Another competitive edge is Binance's capability to withstand up to 1,400,000 transactions per second. Binance was founded by Zhang Peng Zhao, who has been in the business of high-frequency trading systems since 2005, when he founded Fusion System. He has also been a part of Blockchain.info and OKCoin. Binance launched with an ICO raising $15 million for their BNB tokens. 
BNB is an ERC-20 token and gives its owner many benefits on the platform. For example, when paying the already small transaction fee of 0.1% on Binance, with BNB tokens, the owner gets a reduction in the transaction fee, which is a sliding scale transaction. So 50% in the first year, 25% in the second, 12.5% in the third, 6.25% in the fourth, and after the fifth year, there will be no discount. BNB tokens can also be used to pay for listing your token, if you are an ICO, on Binance's ICO platform, and it'll be one of the key assets in Binance's decentralized exchange. Binance issued only 200 million BNB tokens, from which 100 million were distributed amongst ICO participants. The company will use 20% of its profits to buy back and burn BNB tokens until only 100 million tokens are left. Now there are some very interesting facts about Binance, such as Binance has grown to be more profitable within a year than some of the leading traditional financial institutions. For example, the annual profit of Deutsche Bank, which has been around for almost 150 years, is around 200 million USD. Binance reached that number in less than a year. In addition, Zhang Peng Zhao saw an opportunity of a lifetime in 2014 and sold his house to buy Bitcoin. Luckily, his investment paid off and he got the necessary resources to build Binance, which inevitably led him to becoming a billionaire. Switching now over to something completely different, the basic attention token, or BAT, is disrupting the online advertising industry. They recognize that an increasing amount of people do not want to be tracked by websites and are tired of intrusive and malicious ads. Advertisers are losing a ton of money to ad blocking software, so BAT decided to create an ecosystem that makes everybody happy. BAT is an online marketplace where advertisers and websites can exchange available openings, aiming to centralize a system that is splintered amongst all sorts of different affiliates, referral networks, and distribution channels, putting data in the hands of too many people. Their software measures when it is a good time to display an ad based on a variety of real-time data from the browser. Ads are not placed in between content, disrupting the natural flow of reading. The best part is that BAT will pay the viewer for their attention. Readers are compensated for their attention and participation and paid in BAT tokens. The Basic Attention Token project was started in 2017 by the inventor of JavaScript and the co-founder of Mozilla Firefox, Brendan Eich. It is backed by several big-name venture capital firms, aside from the ICO, where it sold $1 billion of its $1.5 billion total token supply. It is integrated into the Brave browser, which is a privacy-oriented ad-blocking browser, but plans on expanding capability further to more systems and browsers in the near future. Here are some interesting facts about the basic attention token. Starting with, BAT has a very strong team of professionals, advisors, and investors. When a crashing crypto market threatens the very livelihoods of many altcoins, basic attention token is a very safe bet to not disappear. 
The Brave browser now has over 3 million monthly active users, and it has reached the top 10 category in free communication apps for its Android browser in the Google Play Store in the US, as well as 20 other countries across Europe, Asia, and the Americas. Also, Bat is in the top five most used D apps on datboard.com. And now for a little bit of fun, as we turn our attention to Dogecoin. And it all started off as a joke. Yes, it really did. Dogecoin began in 2013 as a joke coin to try and make crypto a little more fun. At that time in the early days, crypto was widely regarded as a dark web thing that only criminals used. A couple of guys who saw the future of cryptocurrency, named Billy Marcus and Jackson Palmer, worked together to create a coin that was more fun. They picked one of the more popular memes at the time, which was a Shibu Inu dog named Doge. So many people became involved in the growth of this coin that the community still lasts till this day, keeping the joke alive. Dogecoin is technically a fork of Litecoin. It had an initial cap of 100 billion coins, which has since been lifted, and now an infinite amount of coins can be mined at a rate of around 5 billion per year. The idea was never to make money from it, yet somehow it carries one of the largest market caps. And at the time of this podcast, it is number 24 in coin market cap, and at the time of this podcast, worth just over $450 million. Due to the friendliness of its users and how long it's been around, you can find it on just about any exchange, including some like Cryptopia, which has it as a main pairing. Altquick offers a Doge USD fiat exchange, while BTC38 offers Doge CNY fiat exchanges. The development of this coin has all but ceased. Minor things are done on occasion, but while most of the developers have moved on, the community remains alive, with trading volumes routinely in excess of 5 million US dollars a day. There are many interesting facts about Dogecoin, and the first one is, is that the Dogecoin community was manipulated by a scammer named Ryan Kennedy, the founder and CEO of a cryptocurrency exchange named Moolah. He gained the trust of the community by giving out thousands of dollars in Dogecoin at meetups and by running a successful fundraiser to sponsor a NASCAR driver named Josh Wise. Yes, Dogecoin sponsored a NASCAR driver because why not? After gaining the trust of the friendliest crypto community, he used his own company to steal around 750000 US dollars from his new supporters. Ryan Kennedy was later arrested and currently serves an 11-year prison sentence. Dogecoin is sustained through merged mining with Litecoin, so anyone mining Litecoin is also helping secure the Dogecoin network at the same time. This is possible since both coins share the same code base and algorithms and have agreed to cooperate. Lastly, at its peak on January 8th of 2018, all Dogecoins combined were worth over 1.8 billion US dollars, with over 280 million US dollars in trading volume on that day alone. Each Dogecoin was worth 0.017 cents. That's one big woof. Our last coin that we're going to cover in this podcast is Verge. Now, it is a telling story of how emotional crypto investors are that Verge is even ranked high enough to be noteworthy. 
Verge boasts many excellent features, like 10 different mining algorithms to prevent ASIC attacks, privacy, speed, and more. Its community is one of the most die-hard, rabid, cult-like believers that you'll find anywhere in crypto. But tragically, their fierce loyalty is to a project that many claim is broken and efficient, and at worst, a scam. Verge was launched from a previous project, Dogecoin Dark, combining codes from other projects. Their now infamous founder, Justin Velo, who was better known by his handle, Cinerock, had a dubious past, and the team on the website is largely anonymous and constantly changing, and their photos were turned into cartoon drawings. Even former developers have gone online and accused Sunarok of never intending to deliver a product, stating the whole thing is a scam. In July of 2018, Verge's blockchain was hacked by an exploit in how timestamps are accepted in the blockchain. This allowed a hacker to exclusively mine blocks by himself, stealing 250,000 tokens. The lead developer at the time, who had never coded a blockchain before, accidentally hard forked the whole project, meaning split it into two chains, which was another huge problem. A week later, the same exploit was used to hack Verge again. And this time, the block times were sped up, resulting in over 35 million tokens being stolen. It was clear to everybody outside of the Verge community that the developers probably didn't know what they were doing. Verge maybe wasn't too honest about it, telling the rest of the miners that their chain was under a DDoS attack, stating that this was the reason why everyone else was unable to mine blocks at that time. The list of untruths and unfulfilled promises went on, but they did deliver on one thing. They did make an actual partnership with Pornhub to have XVG tokens accepted as currency to buy Pornhub's premium membership. Aside from that, Verge peaked at a market cap of over $2.7 billion in December of 2017. This is a fantastic example of how a community and a leader can create vast amounts of wealth out of thin air and hype and some snippets of borrowed code. Verge currently sits ranked number 41 on CoinMarketCap with a total market capitalization of over 220 million US dollars at the time of this podcast. There are some very interesting facts about Verge, firstly being that in December of 2017, John McAfee, a controversial but popular figure in the crypto realm, tweeted that Verge is a really strong buy at the time. The tweet resulted in around a 100% increase in the price of Verge, showcasing the impact that an influencer has on the crypto market. Blockchain hacks are rare but possible. Cryptos, Shift, DAO, and even Bitcoin have been hacked before. Ethereum intentionally hard forked to recover the over 100 million US dollars lost in the DAO hack. Bitcoin was hacked way back in 2010 and removed the 180 billion Bitcoins that had been created in that hack during the next update. Lastly, a hard fork is an update that requires all participating network nodes to install their update. 
Any network nodes not running that update can no longer communicate with the main net and will start running a side chain with different ledger balances from that point forward. An example of this is Ethereum and Ethereum Classic. I would like to thank you all for joining us this week in listening to our podcast about coins and giving you some insight into some coins that you may want to look at for yourself for investment. But remember, just because we talk about it here, it does not mean that you should invest. You should do your homework and your due diligence and research everything as much as possible before you invest. And remember to never invest more than you can afford to lose. Also, we have many other podcasts which will go into further in-depth explanations about some of the terms that we used in this very podcast. I invite you to listen to all of our podcasts, starting from number one, because we do have a wealth of information that is free and at disposal at your fingertips. We would love for you to leave us positive comments on Twitter and Facebook. And remember that you can directly download us from our own website, which is CryptoAndBlockchainTalk.com, as well as downloading us from Stitcher and iTunes. Again, thank you for listening to our podcast, and we look forward to having you as our listener next week. Take care and goodbye. Thanks for listening to the CryptoCast podcast. Stay tuned in for more episodes.